Petersfield's Shine Radio. The Shine Radio recipe with Noni Needs. This is Petersfield Shine Radio. I'm Noni Needs. And this week's Shine Radio recipe comes from a great friend of mine who we've had a lot of cooking adventures together. And she's going to give us a very special recipe today. Welcome to Becca Fraser to Shine Recipe. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> I'm Becca. Right. OK. Thank you for being allowed to be dragged onto this week's Shine Radio recipe. Becca, now, what recipe are we going to cook today in due to this special year? Yes. Well, it seems very appropriate. It's Coronation Chicken, the very first and original from Constance Spry. So tell me about Constance Spry. Do you know anything about her? I think she was known for flower arranging, uh, mainly, I think, yes. in the uh, post-war period. But she wrote a, a very well-known book called The Constance Spry Cookery Book, although it was actually written by her and Rosemary Hume. And Rosemary Hume was more the cook. Um, so I'm not quite sure why it was just her as the cookery. But anyway, well, um, I- and they, they wrote this. It's a, it's a big pink tome. It was in the days before you had to have beautiful photographs in your books. So there are almost no photographs in it at all. It's all just recipes. And you work your way through them, I think. That's fabulous. So Constance Bry, allegedly, Becca, was the first domestic goddess because she was, you're right, a, a floral visionary and um, but known for cooking. Everybody I speak to knows her for cooking. She did have a relationship with Gluck that I know about being an art historian. So in 1932 to 1936, when Gluck painted her flowers, but she did royal flowers and that's how she became famous she did the flowers for the coronation ah right okay well and then this is i guess this is the cookery bit of it (laughs) yeah the chicken um but the book was actually published in 1956 or the certainly the copy that oh no the copy i have is 1966 but originally it was published in 56 which is always a little while later now let's talk about the recipe so coronation's chicken you've served that a couple of times any tales to tell Well, one which you may remember, in fact. <laughs> so on. I was I was due to due to provide coronation chicken at a picnic for several of us. And what I picnic? Was, Where was that then, Becca? Ah, uh, well, this was at, at Henley back in 1986 or seven, as I guess. I agreed that I would do the picnics for two days running, and a very in a very organised fashion. I cooked the chicken, poached the chicken the day before, before we set off for the first day at Henley, and ready for the second day, and then came back at the end of the first day to start uh, preparing it f- to take for the picnic for the second day, only to find that I had failed to poach it correctly, and the whole thing had gone off in a really horrible and very smelly way. And so that was that the end of that picnic and everyone else had to rush around and help buy things in their local delis so that we all had a picnic um, and not go hungry. Well, that was pretty good picnic planning because you have to plan a picnic if you're doing something like going to Henley because you don't get back until late so well done but so so how does chicken go off how how can you poach a chicken and so explain? if it doesn't reach it, I it, I can only assume, <laughs> assume these days I think I would definitely use a thermometer it doesn't reach the right temperature Constance Bry actually she, in the recipe she says that you poach it for 40 minutes and you then leave it to cool in the liquid which is it is great from the point of view of keeping the moisture the of the obviously the chicken breast 
past and so on in particular, but uh, less good if it's sitting there with lots of bacteria festering all day on a hot summer's day, which is what happened. The the main thing was that it it smelt so bad, there was never any doubt that what had happened, so I wasn't about to. Serve it and poison the lot of us. Okay, (laughs) so let's get to the recipe. How do you make coronation chicken? So this is Constance Spry's original recipe. This isn't some version that we currently use where people add grapes or raw curry powder. Exactly. No, well, actually, the curry powder is the original, but um, you're right in that it has changed a lot or people have uh, added and changed things uh, a lot along the way. The the original recipe, you poach the chicken. It actually says two young roasting chickens to serve six to eight people. So that's quite a lot. uh, That's a lot of of chicken. Chicken. (laughs) I would suggest that maybe not quite, I would say one chicken for that amount. And you poach the chicken in sort of a a normal kind of, uh, with herbs, bouquet garni or whatever you've got around in terms of parsley, thyme and a bit bay leaf and uh, salt and some peppercorns, just three or four peppercorns. You could add an onion. It doesn't actually say that, but I think that helps if you're poaching, just a a halved onion. And then you bring it to the boil and simmer, barely, barely, so barely boiling um, for, I think, about an hour rather than 40 minutes or at least until it's running clear and then you leave it to cool in the water as I said earlier just to keep the the moisture and so you obviously need to allow that amount of time because you want to be leaving it to cool before you actually then take the meat off the bone which is what you're going to use and then make the curry sauce. So now we, we take the chicken out of it and we leave the liquid to the side and we take the chicken off the bone. Take the chicken off the bone um, so it's in nice kind of suitable size for people to, to just kind of eat easily probably with with a fork rather than you know it's up to you really but some um, in sort of flake flaked type shapes and then what do we do next you can then start to make the sauce and the sauce basically consists of you um, fry uh, about half to a whole of onion um, that you finely chopped and then fried in a little bit of olive oil and you've cooked that gently for uh, a few minutes until it's uh, got to its translucent phase and then you add about a dirt it says a dessert spoonful of curry powder and I guess you can either use a, a pre-made uh, curry powder or paste or you could use sort of suitable curry spices um, of your preference. And then having done that, uh, you then add a teaspoonful of tomato puree, add about a wine glass full of red wine and... Red wine? Red wine? Extraordinary, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's also a a three quarters of a wine glass of water and a bay leaf, uh, salt, sugar and a touch of pepper. And you bring that sort of just gently simmering for about five to ten minutes. You then leave that to cool. It actually says to strain and cool. I've just used it whole with the with the um, onion and uh, it's perfectly fine. But it, obviously, it's that's that's up to uh, individual choice. Because basically, what you're going to do is you're going to use that um, to mix into about a 300 mils of good quality mayonnaise. You could obviously make that if you wanted to. But I've do you make just, yours? No, I just have used a good good quality one made with fresh eggs. You might. What I've also done in the past, although it doesn't say that here, um, is to mix um, equal quantities or up to. to to taste of Greek yogurt or creme fraiche or something like that, which might just lighten it a bit. Mm. Um, And then also add in about, it says two to three tablespoonfuls of whipped cream and lemon juice, about uh, a half a a lemon um, squeezed. And then finally, the other item, which is the, the sweetness, which comes from it actually says here, one to two tablespoons of apricot puree. I've just used good quality 
apricot jam. Oh, that's a good idea. Just slightly less hassle. <laughs> a um, lot less hassle. You can find <laughs> that basically. <laughs> you've got this sauce that you've mixed together with the mayonnaise and the, the, the flavouring. And then you basically you mix that with the cooked chicken on a, or sort of on a large platter. You're, sort of, you're making um, to put in the middle of a table as a nice sort of centrepiece. And that is basically it as far as the recipe is concerned. But I have added, and so, I mean, this is where I suppose people have started to <laughs> add their own t- twists on it, whether you add flaked almonds, toasted flaked almonds on the top. I think if you there are various versions with raisins if you if you like raisins in it as i say the original recipe had none of those it was just the sauce and just the chicken we've always served it with kind of other things so if you poach salmon it goes very well because then you've got the sort of like the mayonnaise from the coronation chicken and then you've got the poached salmon as well and it just makes up a really nice sort of summery lunch with lots of different salads and do you serve it with rice or potato or anything like that it's it actually suggests rice salad is the, is is the original with rice, cooked peas, diced raw cucumber, and chopped mixed herbs with a fre- well-seasoned French dressing. I think we've probably normally had it just with nicely cooked um, new potatoes. Well, she certainly was a bit of a goddess, wasn't she? A domestic <laughs> goddess. She started the trend. Um, Nigella, eat your heart out. So we're all domestic goddesses now. <laughs> Becca, thank you very much for sharing that. And do you recommend it? Well, I think it's delicious, and it's a, a very firm family favourite. It's it's ideal when you've got lots lots of people and it's a nice summery day and you can just sort of serve it with lots of other uh, lunchy type salads and that kind of thing and um, it goes down a storm. And any drinks? Maybe some white wine I think in particular would be would be nice. Are you a white wine drinker? I am a bit of a white wine drinker. <laughs> Nicely cooled. <laughs> That's delicious. Okay well and yep. what are you going to be doing on the Jubilee weekend? Are you uh, going to be uh, making this? Well it 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 would be possible. Got there's a street party on our street, so maybe that's actually, I suppose, technically the Friday. So um, that might be something that I take along. Oh, that's very good. Obviously, leaving out the gone-off chicken bit. Yeah, don't, need don't to do that again. Yeah, don't poison your neighbours with <laughs> chicken that isn't poached properly. <laughs> Becca Fraser, thank you very much for sharing your coronation chicken recipe with me. Very welcome. <laughs> Enjoy. That was Becca Fraser sharing her coronation chicken recipe, which was Constant Spry's original recipe back in the 1950s that was served for the Queen at her coronation. If you want to share any of your family morsels, secret recipes, anything that you like eating, let me know. Email team at shineradio.uk and share a recipe. Noni Needs and the Shine Radio Recipe. Get all the details at shineradio.uk. It's the 1950s in Petersfield, and look at us sitting around drinking bovril and waiting for some cool cat to invent Shine Radio. It's so boring without that. Quite, but hold it in, missus, because when they do, it'll be thoroughly modern and made of formica, probably. This summer, Shine Radio turns back the clock to the 1950s. We'll be sharing stories from the Petersfield archives and your own memories, reliving the music of the time, and we'll be live at Petersfield's Platinum Jubilee Fair in June. Do get in touch if you have a recollection of Petersfield in the 50s and stand by for a summer of Petersfield memories only on Petersfield's Shine Radio. Too right. We'll be having a blast. Quite so. It's the word from the bird, Daddy-o. Oh, shush.